Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo, effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana, in person. Oh my God, hello, Nathan, in person. How are you? It's weird to see your face again. Fuck, is it weird to see me in my pyjamas? Nope. Nope, that's not weird at all. <laughs> I was totes dressed, I went out for work and came back and just got changed. But it's so weird going out for work. People aren't wearing masks because they don't have to. But I need to. And I'm yeah. the only idiot still in a mask because my anxiety disorder is like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready, man. I'm just not ready. Take your time. Like people are hugging and kissing and I'm like, nope, don't touch me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I am hugging and kissing. And that's cool. Like not everyone's like me. Like I've said it before. I'm doing this for my mental health. People have to incorporate seeing others if that helps their mental health. It just doesn't totally. help mine. Yeah, you've been having a great life just uh, watching Bravo all the whole time. I know. Uh, watching everything. I watch so much TV. It's obscene. Yeah. Yeah, it's all I do. What are you watching at the moment that's not Bravo? Uh Okay, Billions just finished. Mm. I'm watching Succession. Mm, I'm watching Impeachment. Monica Lewinsky's so good. These all sound like highbrow dramas. No! No, no, no. no. Oh, I'm watching Morning Show Season 2. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, you know. And then there's some fluff that's coming up like, okay, this is embarrassing, but when I was a kid I was obsessed with the book The Babysitter's Club. Oh, no. And so I'm totally watching it. It's awful. Like, not awful, I Good shouldn't awful. say that. It's it's so, I mean, I'm the 42 and it's made for people who are 12 uh-huh. and I just, I don't know, I like it. It's like a, you know, it's like a warm hug from childhood. Lovely. <laughs> you know, and then I have all my YouTube shows. I swear, I they're like shows to me. Like, I want to meet these people whose YouTube channels, like whose vlogs I watch. Yeah, I don't get into that. Or I saw the James Charles stuff when... Oh, no. <laughs> no, there's this chick who owns a chateau in France. She's English. Well, she's half English, half French. And there's all these people who live there with her. And they're just fixing up the chateau. She's huge on the YouTube. Chateau Chiray? No, mm. Chateau de la Lande. Oh, that sounds nice. I know, it's fancy. And they're just all characters. Like, they're full-on characters, these people. And... I even say it's my favourite show on TV, except it's on the YouTube and mm. they're real people. Mm. So, you know, I'm a weirdo, but I love it. Great. Yeah. How about you? What have you been up to besides having a life? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Just Have you been watching The Australian Bachelorette? No, I've never gotten into The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. Well, she's bi, so we've got boys and girls. Oh, okay. So and you'd it- think it'd be interesting, but so far it's not been that interesting. Oh. Bam, <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm holding out hope. Yeah. I've got to get onto The American Survivor. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, Miss Survivor. I love Australian Survivor. We have a lot of Bravo to talk about. Let's, oh, yeah, let's, let's shut about it. all the other shit. Yeah. So go. What do you have to share? Oh, my God. Yeah, so we just saw Teresa is engaged to that, that guy. Okay, my first response and thought was, you idiot. It's super quick, right? Did you just... Like split up from someone who was telling you what to do. You want to get into that again? Yeah, it's giving me Dirty John energy. Yes. He's Dirty Johnning her, right? I feel like he is. Yeah. He's total, like, there's just real sleazy vibe, yeah? Yeah. I mean, she's a bit sleazy and blessed, but but I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. Like, I love my partner. We've been together for a million years, but I would never do it again. So I just think it's weird when people want to. It's too mm. hard, man. It's too hard. Yeah, I would have thought, you know, she's been burned before. Yeah. But she's an idiot. What like what are we saying? I know. She's dumb. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. God bless her. Yeah, God bless. I mean, and then the Megan King, well not Edmonds, just got married to Joe Biden's nephew. They'd been together for like two seconds. So does she have the Biden surname? Or no, I don't think his surname is Biden. I think that he Joe Biden is his mother's brother. 
But they were at the wedding. That counts. Joe Biden and Jill Biden were at the wedding. My question is, do you bring the cute dog? I was just thinking that. <laughs> Loves. Oh, oh, good for her. I mean, you know, did you like the welcoming from my dogs? Dak still pees when she sees you. She loves you that I much. I know, they're so cute. I'm obsessed. I miss your doggy. Yeah, he's still biting people, <laughs> barking at people. Kato bites me on the ass every time we run in the park. <laughs> We're going for a run in the park. He circles back and bites me on the ass, and I've got a bruise. <laughs> yeah, they're little, little shit. Shit, <laughs> fuck. I mean, speaking of dogs, so we were just talking about this new book written by a guy David Quinn, the Housewives Tell All book, not or Diamonds and Rose. Mm-hmm. And so I was listening to the Daddy Pellegrino, a produce. Did you hear this bit? Or do you, do you want not the spoiler? No, go for it. About the puppy gate? Oh, uh, Chris Cullen. Yeah. We don't you... trust Chris Cullen in my household. Oh, why not? Is that one that was yelling at Denise, remember? No. Remember she was doing the old bravo, bravo, effing bravo namesake of the pod. Yeah. And and then he like took, she didn't want to film or something. Yeah. And he like took her out in the car park and was like yelling at her on camera. Oh my God, how did I block that out? You remember it now, right? No. What? I'm, I'm a weirdo. I don't, this is why TV's great for me. I go back and watch <laughs> and go, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. And I don't know. I just got really bad vibes from him when he was on camera because I'm like, why are you yelling at a woman? Yeah. And why are you and yelling a, at the talent? A, a castmate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't yell at work, man. I'm not up for that. I only want to see the producers if they're like that hot James one from yes. Potomac, you know? I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I just don't think it's appropriate to yell at people at work, period. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, so, my boss is my partner and he yells at me sometimes and I'm like, yell at me again and I'm walking out. I'm mm-hmm. at work. Don't fucking yell at me. Fair enough. You want to yell at me at home? Go for gold. Yeah. But right now you're the boss. Don't fucking yell. Yeah, so I saw what he said about Puppy Gate, but I took yeah. it with a grain of salt. Right, okay. So if anyone doesn't know, for the two people listening... Bless you, love you, Thanks. keep listening. But, yeah, apparently he s- says in the book that LVP absolutely leaked the story to the press mm-hmm. once um, she didn't like the way the storyline was going. I'm still on her side. I don't know if I was on her what? side at the time. Wait, but- wait, wait. What? <laughs> it does You do do it so well. It does sound the same. Thanks, um, I just think, like, yeah. If the if the narrative is going away from the whole kill shelter of it all, then mm. why not leak something to bring it back? Like, who cares? Because she lied. She says well, she ditched a friend. Well, Kyle. Ugh. Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> I can't help it. I love it. It makes me. It sparks so much joy for me. This little soundboard. Oh, good times. Um. I mean, remember the fight they had? Yeah, I do. And Kyle's like, I know you did it. You're fucking me off for that. I mean, LVP's, not that she's ever going to admit it, but her stance would be, you're my friend, you're supposed to stick up for me no matter what. But Yeah, I just don't know. Like, whoever's, just because someone said it in a book doesn't mean it's true as well. Okay, fine. Fine. Uh, But speaking of Kyle. Yeah. I saw Halloween Kills. Oh, you did see it because I was going to spoil it for you because mm. um, Keen at work saw it. Uh, well, spoiler alert, skip ahead if you don't want to hear something. But warning, warning, um, she doesn't die. She doesn't fucking die. I was die. so fucking upset. I knew because I, I was talking to the, um, Keen and and he's. I'm like, oh, God, does she die? And he's like, she doesn't die. And I'm like, Nathan's going to be so devo. I like almost cried. I was like. The, you cried because she didn't die. I was like, the only reason I'm watching this shit is to see her die. And then she sort of is in it for five seconds. And then no, she has a fight with Jason. Apparently she's in it for a bit. Oh, she's in it for like five seconds. She's the least, she's the lowest build. Okay. Yeah. 
and I just sat through it. And then after her scene was over, I mean, she she did act kind of well. I heard she wasn't bad. I'll give her that. But, I mean, you're just running and screaming and acting scared. How hard is it? Well, I've seen some shockers. It's like I've seen her act for 13 seasons on this show pretending to be relatable. Like, <laughs> I get that she's an actress. But, yeah, I was so disappointed in that. I heard it was terrible. Oh, it was a shit movie. Yeah. Which is so depressing considering the build-up. <sighs> I was so I sad. mean, the way that she was building it up, how good it was. Mm. Come Fuck on. Fuck her. Yeah. Anywho, um, did you see that Garcelle was on the cover of Italian Vogue? Good for her. Dorit must be pissed. Suck shit, Dorit. Suck shit, Dorit. The, how much would she die to be on the cover of Italian Vogue? Would she ever, though? Would she ever get it? No. no. But with her fucking Italian constantly. Yeah. She'd be on the cover of Booker de Beppo magazine. <laughs> the menu, maybe. <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't even be on the cover of an in-flight, would she? No. <laughs> oh. And did you see that Sutton's going for her LSATs? Yeah, good for her. Oh, my God, that is hilarious. Yeah. So she can come back and grill Erica some more. Legally blonde, baby. Oh, love it. Love, love, love. I mean, that's all I got. Do you got anything else? Um. Well, there's just the thing about how... Bethany, well, planted the story about Tom, sort of. She, she like, sent a friend. Oh, I don't into- know this. Tell me, tell me. Okay, so the from what I've seen, just quick grabs on social, it seems like Bethany sent a friend to the, to the Regency with a camera just to, like, get that photo of Tom. What? And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I won't. I won't. I, won't. <laughs> I thought you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. And so she sort of planned to bring it up on camera and then she and then Ramona's also saying and then look what she does. She grabs the vodka bottle with the skinny girl branding. Like it was all a big performance. No. Her not wanting to tell Luann and it's like, well, you did want to tell Luann. And I think Carol says a lot. Oh, really? Bitter Betty Carol. She, she chimes in a, a lot. She is a bitter Betty. Oh, isn't she ever? So I even took a screen grab of it because I, you know, I actually know how to do that now. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm reading the Daily Mail, no shit. And when it came out what Andy said about Carol, how he was like, she's not the same person, mm-hmm. I, you know, I made her, not made her or something like that. He made some reference to giving her a platform or whatever. And she posted just another man telling a woman she ought to be more grateful. Housewives changed Andy Cohen's life, not mine. And Bravo built a $100 million franchise on the backs of women. Let's not get it twisted. So that's what she said. She Andy said, like, I gave, you know, I changed, I thought I changed her life. Mm-hmm. And she's like saying, well, no, Bravo didn't change my life. Yeah. It changed your life. Which, I mean, that's fair. I think I think she's just saying criticisms that have been around for like a long, long time. Yeah. And I think they're kind of valid. But I can understand. I mean, no, not that I can understand. I got the impression that Andy and Carol were f- friendly. Oh, not anymore. But they were. So they, he's sitting yeah. there going like, I feel like I basically he's sitting there going, I feel like I lost a friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were friends in the first place. Yeah, yeah. so I think that's more what he should have spoken about instead of speaking about what kind of career, what he did for her career. Because, mm. you know, she was already interviewed by Oprah before she went on Housewives, like, you know, calm down, Andy, kind of thing. Yeah. He should have just spoken about that he felt like he lost a friendship. That would have been more appropriate. Wow. So I don't think her response was unjustified, but it's like, dude, leave her alone. I want to know you. She don't want to know. Well, he was also copying it from Candace in this book. Um, oh. We might have to do a whole fucking book review. Because um, okay, Candace let's... was saying how when she got 
quote marks, attacked. Oh, for fuck's sake. She was saying, he didn't even pick up the phone and call me. I and wouldn't like, have either. I wouldn't have. Yeah. Especially oh. you guys are suing each other. The last thing he wants to do <laughs> is know. get in the mix. And she was like, she said something like, fuck you, Andy Cohen, you use, maybe not fuck you, but well, it's Candace. Of course she said that. Yeah. And she said like, you use us to feed your son or something <gasps> like that. You know, like, she doesn't need to bring the kid into it, but she does, even if it's not an attack on the so kid. So she did to Andy what she does to the women, and does she honestly think she is going to be on Watch What Happens Live again? Well. I fucking wouldn't have her on there. Cause I wouldn't either. she's so fame hungry. She's such a fame whore. So. I hate her. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I hate her. I fucking hate her. <laughs> well, do you want, should we get into the episodes Let's. of the week? Beverly Hills, do we want to start there? Yeah, I don't think we need to talk that much about it, honestly. I mean, how many pages of notes did I do? You know, it's a good episode when I do seven pages of notes. Oh, I've got one and a quarter. Yeah, fair enough. All, all I really care about... But most of it's Erica. Yeah, it was Erica. Like, I don't care about Dorit um, and I don't care about, like, who who's following who on Instagram and Lisa Rinna. Uh, like, I don't care. I wrote one dot point for Rinna. We'll just do everyone else and then we'll go back to Erica. Erica yep. I wrote one point for Rinna. She gave Andy Harry's sauce. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do you have anything else on Rinna? No, they kept talking about the Scott Disick of it all. And yeah. I was like, I don't care. If it was Harry Styles, I would care. I mean, Harry Styles has gone out with Olivia Wilde. Why would he dump her for fucking... Amelia. Amelia Hamlin. Yeah, I didn't care about Rinna. No. Um, and then with Dorit, I just loved the yawn. The I yawn wrote, was iconic. She's long-winded and Andy yawns in her face. And, and before that, did you notice that he was doing the, okay, got it. And she kept talking and he's like, yep. And she kept talking and he's like, that, yeah. yeah. And he was trying to like shut her up, but you just can't shut her up. You just can't. Fuck me dead. I mean, thank God she ta- she kind of takes it on board. But sometimes it still pisses her off. It's like, love, I know. if you're happy to admit it, and just like Garcelle says, if you're not going to grow from it, then you have to cop it. Yeah. Oh, I just can't. What about how she's denying having the nose job? I still think she had one. Um, I kind of don't care anymore. The way that she's <laughs> denied it, I'm like, okay, you've sold me so much. You've taken so long to sell me. I don't care no more or knows more. <laughs> But she's more, like, passionate in denying that she's had a nose job than in denying that she's a racist. <laughs> True that. <laughs> oh, I didn't even take any notes on that because I'm like, it didn't go anywhere. It really didn't. I almost feel like Garcelle's too gracious with them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, I mean, that's all I got. And then we got all of those um, flashes of Carl and Kathy and it was really nothing. Like, didn't Ka- really talk about anything. We didn't talk to Kathy. We, no. Do you know what I mean? There, there weren't really any questions for Kathy other than Andy repeated a few times. That must have been really hard for you to watch. Yeah, That's yeah. all we got. She cried about, what was it, about the mum? Well, she basically cried just because they were talking about her mum. Yeah, it's like she seems very raw for her still. Agreed, agreed. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got. Mm. And nothing really with Crystal. No. Like, I think he asked her one question and I didn't even bother writing it down. I'm like, yeah. Well, she asked her a question about the fight between Kyle and Dorit on the plane. Yeah, that was it. And she's like, I had nothing to fucking do with yeah, it. Like, why are you like, asking me? Fuck off. Yeah, leave me out of it. And then the rest of my notes were on Erica. Yeah, let's just talk about Erica. All right. So we start into it 
with where we left last episode, which was Tom was unfaithful for years. Were you unfaithful? And she kind of ums and ahs and said, I was faithful up until I filed for divorce. Mm. So in other words, I filed for divorce, neck minute. She fair, went out there. Fair enough. I, don't, I can't judge that. I don't mm. care. We get lots of flashes from the season where she praises her relationship. She praises Tom. And then we get a divorce announcement 72 hours later after Lake Tahoe. I mean, it was pretty. The flashes were well done. Yeah. But I'm not getting anything from it. No. The, the biggest revelation yes. for me this whole episode was that Tom had a flip phone. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. What? It's like, what, tw- what? 2020 and you yeah. got a flip phone, Tom? Yeah. So now I'm starting to think maybe maybe he has diminished mental capacity <laughs> because no one in their right mind would be using a flip phone. As opposed to like an iPhone. What I found weird, speaking of diminished capacity, is she kept saying he's in a memory care facility. Mm. Is that what they call it? That's what she's calling it. A memory care facility. I've never heard that term before. I don't know. I think they're retconning everything because you know how we always... What does that mean? It's like when a TV show or a book will like... Rewrite the backstory to fit where the book went, you know, Ah, that kind of a thing. Yeah, she's absolutely doing that every fucking time she opens her mouth. And they all are. They're all on board with it because you know that scene where Tom's talking about the John Wayne movie that it was in or whatever? Yes. Earlier on in the season, they were all talking about that as proof that he. He was, he was fine. He was fine. Yeah. And now they're like, yep, that's a sign of Alzheimer's. And I said, no, it, no, it's, is that it? That side of the couch really got on her bandwagon when that was brought and up. The proof was Kyle's friend's sister who oh. has Alzheimer's or whatever yeah. is just like that. They're and basically, like, what? they're basically saying that they tell the same story that they've been telling for 50 years because that's the only one that they can remember. Yeah. She's like, he's on a loop. And I'm like, but, but. Five episodes ago, it was it no was an example that. of the opposite. Thing. I know, I know. I know that that shit. Me. It's like that side of the couch mm-hmm. really want to believe her and really want her to believe that they believe her, and I do not get why. No, I don't get it. I and mean, what's that button? Why am I trying so hard with this woman? And really, what do all these women see in her? <laughs> I mean, I I keep saying it over and over, I can't with this woman. But anyway, what I got from it that was new, and obviously you did too, was when she said she gave every paycheck to her husband Mm. and they were kept at the law firm. So obviously Bravo are sending their paychecks to Gerardi Keese. It's probably her registered business address is Gerardi Keese. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, no one's sending fucking checks, right? Well, that's what was confusing me. I are was they like, sending what? actual checks or are they just doing a funds transfer into her account? Like, me. I mean, maybe they are sending actual checks. I don't know how it works. But my assumption is that that would have been the registered address of her LLC and that's why they went there. I can kind of believe that because... If he's her, obviously they were her lawyers and they handled her finances. What I don't get is that though how those finances weren't going into a bank account mm-hmm. with whatever Pretty Mess Inc. or whatever the LLC was. That's where the money should have gone in straight away. Mm-hmm. So is she saying that Tom ripped her off too? Because if she's saying he got all her money, her LLC wouldn't have been a partnership with her and Tom. That wouldn't have been in his financial best interest. It would have been in her name, Erica Girardi, right? Uh, it's all a mess to so me. If the, I get that the checks might be going there, but how are they not in her business bank account and how does she not have a credit card for her business? This is what I'm not getting and what I don't get why Andy isn't probing further. Well, I think those are great questions that he should be asking, but then Carl will 
chime in saying, oh, Sutton didn't know she had a baseball team. And it's like deflection. I know. I know. And I'm like, oh, no, shut up, Kyle, so we can focus on this for a second. See, this is what I feel about it. And I just said it before we started recording. We both agree that this episode sucked. Yeah, it was boring. And I think that the last episode and this episode, a lot could have been cut out and we could Mm -hmm. have just had one episode. Andy asked her every question. No problem. Mm -hmm. But whatever response she gave him, he just moved on to the next question. And she was doing a lot of hold on work and like, hold on, hold on, let me. And then he was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And she would give very politician answers to a lot of questions. Like the one that pissed me off is that when he asked her about the photo that was was shown of her wearing the Jaguar ring Mm -hmm. going on the private plane. Mm -hmm. And that's when she does a hold on, hold on. And she says, it wasn't my plane. I didn't pay for it. I was invited on a trip and... I didn't fork out the money for it. We still didn't answer the question about the ring. Yeah. Everyone assumed you didn't pay for the plane, Erica. That's not the fucking question. The question is, what are you doing with the $200,000 motherfucking ring <laughs> while orphans and widows are starving? Yeah. Like, that's the question. That's the question. So, personally, I don't care that they film for fucking 20 hours. I don't think Andy's done till now a great job because, yes, it's very easy to get a list of questions from your fucking producers. Yeah. Half of those questions were the same question with bullshit answers. She stayed because she didn't have access to the money. Did you feel captive? Again, she gave a bullshit response. I was younger and I trusted him and my finances were kept at the firm. That doesn't answer the motherfucking question. Mm. What I was interested in Mm. was when he asked her about the infidelity and she said that she practically lied to Garcelle and he said why and she said because of who I was speaking to and I was like so you're admitting you lied yeah and yet when someone calls you a liar it's the one thing you are absolutely not and you will crucify them for calling you a liar but you just said you lied and why is that not a follow-up question right and also she, she said he might not be guilty and oh, she said, fuck me. And he said, oh, you just said he, he might not be guilty. She said, no, I hope. And, yeah. And it's like, no, you didn't say hope. No, you didn't. But Andy just went, okay. What's the? Le- I want to know the legal strategy by saying that. Because there's a legal strategy. She knows think, he's fucking guilty. We all know he's guilty. People didn't get their money. I think she's kind of doing an all right job of convincing more people that maybe oh, yeah. she's, she she's came the off, innocent victim. She came off great after this she episode. She did, didn't she? She came off great. It pissed me off. Well, hopefully in the next two parts that will turn around. I mean... I, mean, I do really want her to be vilified. I mean, I do like the fact that he... He asked her outright, how did you rent a house, etc. when you left? And she did say... I can't answer that, but it was legal. I mean, you can borrow money off someone. That's perfectly legal. Well, yeah, Sutton offered her money. I know. What else? What else pissed me off? (laughs) Basically, Andy said, did you know there were liabilities when you left? And then she turns around and said, which I didn't enjoy the follow-up, that fact that there was no follow-up. She says, I felt he was the sinking ship. So not that basically I left because the ship was sinking. She's like, he was the sinking ship. What does that mean? Exactly. And then he just, she says, when Erica Girardi was on lawsuits, that's when my ears pricked. And then you're trying Mm. to tell me you did everything for that man and you didn't leave at the 11th hour. Mm. And she kind of does admit it where she's like, he's at the end of his life, at the end of his career. I'm only 50. I have to look out for myself. I don't mind the sentiment behind that, but I am bothered by the way that she says it and the words that she chooses. Uh, It's very selfish. Yeah, like instead of saying, look, I'm really sorry, but no one in the Girardi camp 
is here to protect me, including his lawyers. Unfortunately, I have to protect myself because I could be left holding an empty money bag. Mm. She's not allowed to say that. I think hopefully eventually she will. But I don't see, I don't get why she can't say that. Because she's by you're not admitting anything by saying that. You're saying they're going after me. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. But I could be left holding an empty money bag. I have to defend myself. That I get. Mm. Not I'm 50, I've got to look out. I don't know. I could be just nitpicking, but she didn't. She does come across better in this episode than the last episode, but I'm still not fucking buying it. (laughs) No, me neither. I'm still (laughs) not buying it. I mean, what do you think about when she said she knew of three of the mistresses and she found out one of them the day that she left? I don't buy it. You don't buy it? No. You think it's bullshit? Well, I don't know. I think everything she's saying is painting a certain picture and- yeah. She was also in the car with him and he and kissing him goodbye yeah. that same day as well. Yeah, so, you can uh, do that and st- and still know you're leaving and be terrible. You're, pra- you're playing a you know you're playing a role because you don't want them to know. I know, but the, it's just the detail of it all. Yeah, seems coincidental. I mean, I did like the fact that she pointed out the um, lingerie that was up for auction. She pointed out that the date on the receipt was in January, and she assumes it was a. Uh, purchase for valentine's day which is weeks later well i don't know i thought that was a stretch she's like well it was january and we all know february 14th is coming up it's like well you could say that about anything i know and i can't imagine the guy planning that far in advance especially if he's got the diminished mental mental capacity i know he's 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 screwing and it's just like when did the mental capacity start to diminish was it with the accident or is it recent and he's yeah we still didn't i don't feel like our questions are being answered because these responses that she's given are pretty similar to the ones she's given all season so i don't feel like i'm getting answers to my questions i feel like she's just piecemealing out extra bits of info like i gave all my paychecks to tom to distract us from going hang on bitch and that's what the flip phone with the no spaces, the nice tits, stupid bitch. Like, yeah, that's, that's all that that's is. That's what you focus on yeah. because it's a deflection. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I feel like she's deflected the whole time. I still want I still want more questions. The only thing I did notice is she, ha- she stopped saying alleged when mm. she was talking about the accident. I found him. I took him to hospital. I called my friend the optim. Was it the... What did she say? What kind of doctor was it? Podiatrist? <laughs> well, no, no, that's about the foot. Well, <laughs> I can't remember if it was about the foot or the eyes. surgeon? The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that a foot doctor anyway? No. It's no? bones, isn't it? I don't know. I could goggle it, but I'm not going to bother. Who cares? That's all I got. Yep. This, it was a shit episode. It was filler. Yeah, it was filler. But most of it was Erica. And I think that that's pretty much all the Erica grilling. If that's all the Erica grilling we're getting, and I'm pretty sure it is, I'm disappointed. There must Yet again. be more. We need to talk about her treatment of Sutton and how, the way she lashes out. They seem to be like, yeah, you're angry. You're angry. I get that. You're angry. And it's like, well, just because she's angry doesn't justify everything. I know. It doesn't justify her being seen next Tuesday, does it? Nope. No. Nah, she's a prickle. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we want to do Potomi? All right. Lost at sea. Another boat trip, right? And you know what really shit me about this boat trip? <laughs> I love it when you get annoyed. Yeah. Well, they didn't do anything. No. There wasn't any entertainment. There was one tiny little picnic tray of like cut up pineapple and some like mixed nuts. <laughs> and they just sat there and I was like, are we not going to have someone on a guitar? Nothing. Nothing. And I was like, what? What 
is this tourism company doing? Like, are they just like, oh, we, we do boat rides where nothing happens? They're on a booze cruise. I don't mean to be ageist, but did you see how old the bartender was? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Marion, I went on a booze cruise for old people once. Yeah. I was in New Orleans and I went on a steamboat and yeah. it was full of like octogenarians. Yeah. But there was like a gumbo stew in the corner. Oh, nice. And then there was a jazz band. I like. It had atmosphere. That sounds this like fun. was the most boring boat I I've mean, ever seen. I don't want to be on booze cruises with 20-year-olds. Gross. I'd rather the octogenarians, yeah. A hundred percent. That's my people. Yeah. So, oh, that sounds like fun. More fun like, than this piece of shit. Oh, it was tragic. But I was kind of, okay, why I was secretly loving it is because I've been on a boost cruise once before for a birthday and mm. after 20 minutes I'm like, I want to get off this boat and they're like, you can't, it freaks me out, so I'm never doing it again. So I was kind of enjoying that the fact that they were all stuck on the boat. I'm like, sucked in, you're stuck on the boat. That's all that I enjoyed about it. I mean, what do you think of Mia? Mm-hmm. Just like overhearing a few words and then reporting back immediately. And I'm like, Mia, you never tell the story right. I do love the fact that she owns that. <laughs> and so she doesn't get in trouble for stirring the pot from lying. And I'm yeah. kind of loving that. <laughs> it needed something. Yeah. She was like, this boat's fucking boring. I'm exactly. going to go grab a piece of cheese, yeah. listen to what's up and then report back. I'm really enjoying Mia. I'm enjoying how she is happy to stir the pot. You know, one of the producers have gone, hey, go say this. And she's like, okay, fine. And, and then they did the whole two minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> flashback to what she misheard. I love it. I love it. Okay. So Robin and Giselle are looking at hotels and they're like, fuck it. Let's just stay at the one that's half an hour away. I love it. Because the one that was closest was only two and a half stars. Yeah. You don't want to be on a fucking holiday and then go, I have to stay at a hotel. Yeah, you know, the, hotel, the yeah. hotel. I didn't know what one was until I had to stay at one with work that someone else booked and I opened the fridge and I went, there's only fucking water in here. I want to go home. Yeah, it's a hotel. I am not staying anywhere that's worse than home. If it's not better than home, why am I leaving? Yeah. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I loved that when they did decide to leave, mm. they got Tesla to carry the bags. <laughs> and the, so just cool. the side of Giselle, like, hobbling up the stairs. I know, and bossing people around. I've so kind funny. of – it's your fault, and I'm so grateful. I'm enjoying Giselle at the moment. I know. It's the weirdest thing, isn't it? Well, it's because her and Karen are getting along. Yeah, That's, it's a fun dynamic. Yeah, it really is. Back on the bus, so after they oh my god, yes, they leave, and then Mia again makes a dig at Candace because Candace is patting Chris's bald head, and she says, uh, "When bitches fuck up, they got to make up." I yeah. like that. That was, and Candace was trying to hold it in, which was kind of funny. It was. I was just enjoying how drunk G was when when Ashley just said something about us. A strip club? And he's like, hey, bus driver, <laughs> actually wants a strip club. And oh, she's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. And then he starts talking about his erection. Oh, no. And then I don't know how we got on the topic of Chris's brown penis. It always comes up. I mean, gross. He starts undoing his jeans. Then G says he's going to show his penis. I'm not poor Eddie stuck in the middle. I <laughs> know. And then G, who is so drunk, he says, pussy popping up in here with his arms raised, but the way he says it, it's like he's about to pass out. Like... From drunkenness. Yeah. Remember how much we enjoyed him when he wasn't that drunk yet? Yeah. And then he just got worse and worse He's and worse. He's a slurrer. You can't understand. Yeah. Oh. And then Ashley reckons that compared to G, 
Michael knows how to conduct himself in front of people he just met. She's delusional. Uh, and then we get the flashes yeah. to prove it. They could have done a whole episode of flashes and they didn't. I know. Which I was disappointed. I know. <laughs> Michael is, funnily enough, on a boat the first time he meets them, <laughs> goes to take his – well, pulls his pants down <laughs> so that he – and tries to take his shoes off so he can take a dive off the boat. <laughs> and poor Giselle is like, put your pants up. I mean – so funny. So <laughs> the other montage I loved this episode was of Giselle eating all the time. Oh my god, I love. I, I didn't notice. I didn't notice either. But Giselle loves the craft table, man. Good for her. I'm into it. That that would be me. I'd just be like, well, fuck. If y'all aren't gonna eat, I'll yeah. eat. Although Giselle, this episode, mm. I did start to worry that she was trying to bait Wendy in an angry way because she called her angry. And then oh. she called her aggressive. Oh, and I was she? like, I know those are like trigger words. Yeah. And for anyone, they trigger for words. For anyone. But I know with these ladies as yeah. well, we talked about it at the reunion. Yeah. The, the, um, how the light-skinned girls and the darker-skinned girls oh, had yeah. that conflict. Oh, that's terrible. Because of how they get treated. That's and so when, up. when she called her angry once, I was like, hmm. And then yeah. when she said aggressive later, I was like, I, are you trying to bait Wendy? But yeah, that's not cool. Wendy was cool as a cucumber. Where, I don't she know didn't what it rise. is. Is she drunk on this trip? It's she, GVO. It's, well, I don't know what it is. There's got to be something in the, in, in the tequila because she's just like, you're not baiting me. I'm having a good she fucking a time. really you're, good job of yeah, that. I'm impressed. I don't, this Zen Wen is finally coming out maybe. <laughs> and maybe all it takes is tequila to see Zen Wen. I'm down yeah. for that because she's not, like I said, I'm not loving her, but she's not bothering me. I was impressed Yes, by her. correct, correct. I don't know if that sounds condescending. I don't mean it that way. I just meant like, because Giselle can be so annoying. Oh, yeah. And... We've seen that, and she's just roll, let it roll off her. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Day two. For today, anyway. For today, anyway. <laughs> so, day two, I swear to God, Chris was still drunk. Oh, yeah. And G puts, uh, what does he put, Ashley's breast, breast milk, milk in Mia's coffee. Do you think that was a joke? No. <laughs> I don't. I reckon he fucking did it, and I reckon it was an accident, and I don't think he gives a shit, because I reckon he was still drunk too. <laughs> and, and Mia didn't give a shit, to her credit. No, Mia did not give a shit. I don't take milk in my coffee. Would it bother me? I wouldn't care. I'd be a bit skeeved. Would you? Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably be like, at least we're not freaking ripping it from a cow. Well, if I was on a deserted island, I'd be like, yeah, give me that give me that breast milk. But if we're in a kitchen with a fridge and there's soy and there's almond and there's just normal milk just sitting there. I probably would yeah. prefer to take the breast milk. Would I'd you? be like, yeah. All natural. Yeah. I mean, mm. again, I don't take milk. Would I try it out of curiosity? I reckon I would. Mm. Milk's milk, man. Like, if you're going to be taking it from a cow, I don't see the difference. Because yeah. I think it would make more sense for humans to drink human milk than to drink cow milk. Yeah, I guess. And, okay, so one thing that did bug me about Wendy, and it's, I shouldn't just be bothered about Wendy. I mm-hmm. should also be bothered about Eddie. You invite people on a trip <laughs> to a house. <laughs> you should get off your fat ass and at least contribute to the meal making. Yes. Especially when we all know you didn't pay for the fucking house. From what I understand, and I think I heard this from Danny Pellegrino, that they all put up an idea for a trip mm-hmm. and whoever's trip production picks, they get to quote unquote host it. Is that yep. that's how it works, Something right? Like that. So Wendy ain't paying for it. Get off your fucking fat ass and make some breakfast, bitch. <laughs> she comes in, she sits down. 
<laughs> and basically, without saying who's going to make breakfast, intimates who's going to make breakfast. And poor G's making breakfast. I wouldn't want his breakfast after <laughs> he was that drunk. <laughs> Nuh-uh. And then she does make some French toast, I think she makes. I don't get the Americans' desire to put sugar all over every fucking meal, for yeah. starters. <laughs> French toast is egg and bread. Why the fuck are you putting sugar and maple syrup all over? That's just gross to me. Ah, it can be very tasty. I'm sorry, it's breakfast. It's not time for dessert. Can we save that for later in the day? So what, you don't like pancakes? No, uh <gasps> Yup. I don't do cake for breakfast. Cake <gasps> is for afternoon tea and after dinner. Wow. I, do, I don't consume sugary foods until the afternoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, who the fuck needs cake for breakfast? I wish I could say the same. No, uh Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't even like pancakes. So why someone would want to pour syrup all over their eggs, that's just gross to me. It's like having pineapple on pizza. It's fucking wrong. I don't mind about that either. Oh, gross. Y'all are weird. <laughs> Were you glad that Ray arrived? Okay. So the only thing I have to say, and I don't mean to have a running theme about ageism because I'm really – I'm not about that, but – when he walks into the house and he's hunched over <laughs> and he's walking like that shuffle one foot at a time thing, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, you is old. He's ready for a walker. He is. And when he was saying like, oh, it's nice to have time to read in the car, I was like, you're retired, aren't you? What else are you doing, dude? <laughs> what? Uh, he's, a, he's a bit like Tom Girardi, man. Like he should not be running a business no more. I did love how Karen was just filling him in on all the gossip and yeah. he was just like, yeah, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, wow, that happened. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if he's into the gossip or if he's just placating his wife because he knows the drill. He's placating. Yeah, okay. Well, it, it's better than last season, Ray, where he was just like... Oh, he was horrible. Yeah, he was awful. So I liked how he made that joke about Karen breaking Giselle's neck. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. I like that. I want Ray to live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? The only other thing this episode that I thought was interesting was the random fight between G and Ashley at the end after the boat trip. Yeah. So Ashley was having a nap. Yeah. And G just was like commenting on her and how she on how asleep. she looks when she's sleeping. Yeah. I would be annoyed if I were Ashley too. Why? Because I don't get it. I feel like he woke her up. Well, she said she wasn't sleeping. Well, she. I always say that when I fall asleep, and then oh, like, you okay. sleeping. I'm like, no, and I, I am. She's snoozing, um, and he's like trying to like. Make fun of her and she's just basically, fuck off, I'm annoyed I'm sleeping. Yeah, she's just like, I've had a horrible, boring boat trip where there wasn't even any entertainment. True that. And I've been pumping all day in the sun. Yeah. And I just just want a moment without you bickering and at me and making fun of me. Well, he wasn't bickering. He was trying to make fun of her. Like He was trying to, like, razz on her. That's all. And I do kind of get it now when I say it because guys like to razz on each other and sometimes chicks are like, just fucking leave me out of it. Just ignore me. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. I she was cranky. She was cranky. I mean, I'm a bad napper. I get cranky when I wake up after a nap and I'm pretty much oh, yeah, cranky for the rest of the day. But I was super fucking annoyed because... Then the episode ended and they're like, oh, we'll carry this over next week. And I was like, no, this was in the previews yeah, last, last week. week. In other words, nothing happened. Nothing happened, nothing but I hate happened. when the previews lie to us. We we skipped over the part where Mia and Candace <sighs> get into it again on the boat, but they kind of make up. That's because Candace took a drama mean in that dissolved uh, the drama, drama with inside her body. Yeah. <laughs> the drama mean. Yeah, she took Why a drama mean. Why call it drama mean? Because she's dramatic. But then Mia said it's not drama mean, it's drama mean. 
No, it's Dramamine, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just can't with Candace crying about her video oh. shoot being low budget. And it's like, yeah, it was low budget. Yeah, fuck off. It was totes low budget. Bitch, you is low budget. It fuck low, off. It was low budget. Be proud of that. Your mum is low. Well, no, Dorothy's not Dorothy's low budget. Dorothy's not low budget. It's Dor- <laughs> Dorothy won't give you her coins, which is why you're low budget. <laughs> Doesn't she get paid enough on this show, though? How much does she get paid? I want to know. Someone tell me how much Candace gets paid. Too much. Because she... <laughs> Because she, it's always insinuated that she's the poor person in the group, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't, ex- I mean, does Giselle really have that much more money than Candace? Giselle's got two kids. Candace don't. I think Giselle has three. Oh, yeah, fuck, she's got but three Maybe kids. she's got alimony. You reckon? I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works either, but I don't know. How is Candace the poor one of the group? I mean, I know Robin that- is. Well, yeah. That's, I'd be thinking that too. Yeah. Candace does give the impression that she likes to spend her money. So maybe that's why she don't got it. Legal fees. Candace? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, even when they were fighting and they made up. I mean, I didn't feel like this episode gave me much. I didn't feel like no. I got much from Bravo at all this week. I would agree. Yeah. Well, Last except week, for the book. The book's the been book, great. Which I haven't started reading because there's no fucking audio book. So I'll be reading it this weekend. Yeah. It, it, will, it will be my mission. Yeah, that's will, all I've got to say. I mean, are you looking forward to the crab boil next week and Candace popping out of a cake? Why is Candace popping out? I mean, sorry, no, Karen popping out of a cake. Because she can. Because she can. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I am curious as to why Michael is not into Ashley coming on to him. What's going on there? Something's going on there. Yeah, because I have started to follow Ashley on the TikTok. Okay. Okay, I'm not really big on the TikTok, but I'm trying people. And her body looks amazing. Like, she has bounced back. Uh-huh. So I'm like, why isn't Michael into Ashley? Because in the real life, she's fucking hot. Well, um... And she looks pretty fucking good on the show. Like, at this point, post-baby, Right. Well, and it's not all just about looks either. No, like, but is he banging someone else already? Yes. Okay, <laughs> this is what the, we're that's saying. That's the answer. Fine. And they all get some package that's freaking them out. What's in this package? Probably nothing. Oh, okay, Nothing fine. of note. You're really annoyed, aren't you? I just didn't think, yeah, this episode was that great. No, fair enough. And I blame the boat. Yeah, I blame the boat too. Get a guitar. Throw someone off the boat. Like, how often have we watched Below Deck and it's a rainy day and the crew do something interesting? That's have true. Have a talent show. I know, they should have. Even Giselle usually knows how to produce some sort of activity on the boat. They were literally just sitting there yakking and eating, like, like bullshit prepackaged food. Fuck me, play Never Have I Ever or something. Something. Well, they've played that already, to haven't death. they? Oh, didn't well, they play it? Beverly Hills Girls did that on a boat I recently. Mean, <laughs> Fuck, at least, I, I don't know, pull out the pickleball rackets. <laughs> Not pi- anything but pickleball. Anything but. Oh, fuck. All right. Salt Lake City, here we go. All right. Did you like this episode, but Sex, lies, and sister wives. <gasps> sister wives, that triggered me. The prickle that is Dewey. But first of all, I want to say, in the page six last week, Jen Shaw has been booked to host a party at a Larry Flint strip joint in New York City. What? Jen Shaw is hosting an event at a strip club. I don't know when. What is going on? She will be receiving a large sum of money in exchange for her appearance, most likely enough to put a dent in her legal bills, according to page six. 
reportedly paid tens of thousands to bless the building with her presence, do a meet and greet and sign autographs for patrons of the club. Of the strip club. Of a, I mean, it said New York. I'm wondering if it's in fucking New Jersey. It's Jersey. <laughs> that's that's the bottom of the barrel, I isn't mean, it? I mean, I thought she wasn't allowed to leave the state. Oh, yeah. So when the fuck's this happening? Mm, good point. I don't know what's going on here. Good point. We'll I see mean, if it you, happens. You don't really need a passport to fly to another state, but I didn't think she was allowed to leave Utah. Yeah, I like saying Utah, Utah. I don't know why. Yeah. But anyway, okay. That's that's. This is my question. Someone answer me how she's allowed to leave the state and when she's going to be there. And please, someone take photos. Somebody go. I know. Someone go take photos. If I lived in New York, I'd go. For sure, I'd go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I want Jen Shaw's autograph before she goes to the jail. I want to be like, give me your email address so we can email while you're in, in prison. We can write letters, exchange letters. Yeah. I want to be her prison pen pal. Like how Marilyn Manson, not Marilyn Manson. Wait, who, who's the serial killer? I get confused with the serial killer and the singer. Charles Manson. Oh, Charles yeah. Manson, not Marilyn. Charles well, Manson, he has all those wives that write him letters from I know. prison. Crazy. Yeah. You can be that for Jen Shaw. Yeah. And then I'll post her bad letters with her clearly bad spelling because she won't have her first assistant to do it for her. <laughs> I mean, Whitney and Lisa are trying to be bum chummy. They, I mean, should I even say that? Is that, that's not a very polite phrase, is it? They go and do some aerial yoga. They say that the names they give each other are quintessential. I can't speak. Quintessential. Quintessential stripper names. We have Randy Starr and Jasmine on the magic carpet ride. Yeah, that was boring. That was a dud. I was sort of like, oh God, not another random fitness class. And then when they did the fish pedicures later, I was like, Oh, have we jumped the shark? Because that's two ridiculous activities. I love fish petties. I really, I've, I've never had one. I would love to get one. I've never had one. I was tempted when I was in Thailand and then I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Well, apparently, according to Jenny, the fish in Thailand, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah. And well, the- these ones look nice. And the guy who was running the fish thing was quite attractive. Was he? Yeah. I didn't notice. Well, he had a mask on, but you could tell he had like a kind smile. Oh, I love that. Like behind Norse. the mask. Yeah. What I really want to talk about in this episode is Mary and the Grusband. <gasps> They're heading for divorce court, surely. She is not a happy person. And she's freely admitting that she was sad when he came back from Florida. Yeah. And she loved, loved, loved the fact that, that he was away. She literally said the words, it was awesome. I'm like, is she wanting to divorce him or is she just going to wait him out? So, I don't know. Like, in whatever religion she ha- she's running, is divorce a thing? Well, they're Christians, so they're allowed to. Yeah, okay. They're, I mean, they're allowed to. It does not go against her grandmother's wishes or something? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, do to- you reckon if they get divorced, she's not allowed to have the church anymore? Maybe. Like, maybe oh. she's hoping he dies. Yeah, she's waiting him out. He's he's not far off. She does say to Meredith, I like, obviously, like, she's upset and sad that her son's going to move out of home soon at some point. But she wants him to go to the army. She's yeah. She doesn't make sense no, to me. No, she doesn't. I told you she's not of this planet. Well, like, what's the difference between a short rice and a long grain rice? Like, really? Well, there's a lot. What? Is there? Yeah. One's, like, heavy, heavier than the other. No. Yeah, one's, like, sticky rice and one's basmati rice. I, I can't tell the difference. I prefer basmati rice. Well, basmati rice is Indian rice. You, I way prefer it. Would you divorce someone over them um, I'm the wrong rice? I'm going, bitch, you get someone who cooks for you? I don't <laughs> get that. My partner's idea of cooking for me is ordering takeout. I get her point. He doesn't take time to get to know me is what I think Oof. she's saying. 
I think that's what she's trying to say. And you should know your grandkids before you marry them. <laughs> like at the bare minimum, get to know your grandkid. Oh, yeah, I mean, she does not like him. And she actually says that if um, – Oh, yeah. What does she say? She says something like, when my son moves out, it'll just be the two of us and we don't really know each other and I don't want to get to know him. No, she – She yeah. literally says that, right? Yeah. Fuck. It was dark. It was dark. What was also dark is Dewey and the I want more kids thing. Your wife has had 13 pregnancies. She has three kids. Nine of them were miscarriages and one was a stillborn. Uh And you're a doctor. I don't understand how you can be so careless. Like, I understand he has his own, like, traumatic backstory and the him at the hospital was traumatic with the shave in the head and the grief thing. But still. Nah. And, like, when he said... We need more kids to help replenish the earth. I was like, we're overpopulated, yeah, Dewey. He, we need less kids. He, okay, just he wants a replacement baby for the one that died. That's what he wants. He, he, he thinks that having another child will distract from his heartache. And look, in a way it will, but it's not going to replace your child. And he does admit that. But then he says his grandfather had four Wives. I oh, know Jenny says in confessional that mm-hmm. Dewey's grandfather had four wives, so for him it's normal. I don't believe that that makes it normal for him. Are they even close? For him to say that suggests to me that they're not close. Well, her reaction shows me that she was blindsided by that suggestion. Yeah, because he said, "I'm I'm dead serious." I know. I thought it, I thought it would have been a joke. I thought when we saw it in the previews, yeah. I was like, "This is just going to be a bait and switch." Yeah, but no. Nah. And then she takes off, rightly so, because she's pissed off and says, "I want to talk about yeah. this anymore." And then he, the way that he says, "Jenny, come back," like as if he said, "I don't want to go pick up the kids." Fuck you. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I just nah. I don't know. I think. Like with the whole, oh, it's Mormons. This is what we do. That's our culture. And but I'm they're like, not Mormon. They're Catholic. <laughs> I didn't even realize they're that. They're Catholic. <laughs> the normality of it is is her saying that his grandfather had concubines, yeah. basically. But just because your grandfather did something doesn't mean that that's okay now. Exactly. Uh, nuh yeah. I'm not up for it. I, I didn't like I mean, it. they were the two big kind of things that happened on the episode. I mean, with Mary, I don't think that her husband gives a shit either way, whether they're together or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he that Robert in Florida. Yeah, I don't think that Robert Senior is bothered at all by not seeing Mary. So I don't get it. You got fifty fucking houses. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he just go back to Florida and yeah. then you know live separately? I mean, she says I like when Robert Senior and I and our son, when the three of us are together. She likes playing family. She doesn't like being alone with him. Yeah, red flag. I mean, at the end of the day, he's like living high on the hog as well. Like this is her grandmother's money. So I think they're both happy to – with the arrangement, as long as they're not in the same room together, right? And that's fine. I don't care. They're They're not bothering anyone. I mean, apart well, from Mary the Well, Mary bothers me. Mary bothers But so does Robert Senior. He bothers me. He, He's not going to be here for long. Well, so. I mean, if he keeps eating the way he's eating, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> if he keeps eating that, that, short, sticky rice. that short grain rice, I mean. Uh, what did you think, though, of the Mary Lisa trap? Resolving the caterer thing with the restaurant. Oh, I was so into it. Into this Whitney getting um, up in arms about well, it. I think Whitney, Whitney was did a, right. She did, and she did a great job. I just the the look of desperation on this 
Aubrey and Marco, oh. the hustlers, really getting their mugs on TV. Oh, totally. Dropping their little taglines and, yeah. like, dropping the restaurant name into conversation. And I was like, you look desperate, Aubrey yeah, and Marco. They were desperate. They were so and the, and, sweaty. And they did such a bad job of it too. Didn't they? They were they were terrible actors. I'm so proud of Whitney. The fact that she was pissed. Uh-huh. The fact that she wouldn't let it go. When she says, are you fucking kidding me? This is so fucking staged. And then she says to that Aubrey chick, why would you bring up Angie in front of me? And then she calls Aubrey Angie. I loved that. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought so too. And and they were like, no, no, no. We, we couldn't leave on a Friday night or something. And I was like, That's not the reason why it was given on the text. Why would you book it in the first place if you couldn't leave on a Friday night? I know. I don't know. None of this is making sense. You did Lisa up. set it up. Yeah, it totally. And then when Whitney says, this isn't a date night, it's a setup. I loved it. And shame on me for thinking you wanted to be my friend. You brought me here to cover your tracks. I love it. I loved all about it. And then Lisa... Is gaslighting Whitney by being oh. like, it's a conspiracy theory. And it's like, no, it's, no, it's no, it's not. Lisa, I hate Lisa. Yeah. I mean, and again, Lisa, I've told, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. Have enough respect for me to come up with a decent lie. Don't, uh-huh. if you're going to lie to my face, I don't want to be in on the lie. Yeah. I don't want to be sitting there embarrassed and like Shanghai in a way. No, don't embarrass me like that. Let me walk out believing your bullshit. Sorry. Exactly. It shows, it shows a lack of respect. We're like, I don't even fucking care if I get busted because I don't care enough about you. Piss off. Uh-huh. No, that's happened and it's so embarrassing. Good for Whitney. Good for Whitney. I'm really enjoying her this season. Me too. Yeah. I'm like, who was she last season? I can't even remember. No, I can't remember. But is it housewifey in the way that she says, let's move on and do a shot? Like, let's have a shot and move on. Is that housewifey of her or is that her letting it go too quickly? I no, don't know. No, it's housewifey because they know and like – not to bring it back to the book all the time, but from the little bits that I've read I so can't far, wait to read it. it's basically saying, you know, a housewife's at the end of her tenure when she's not connected to the other girls. Yeah, that's true. And so this is why we see Ramona forgiving people and saying sorry all the time. Yeah. It's because if you get to that stage where you can't be in the same room, yeah. then you might not be a housewife next season. That's and so true. Whitney's just being sent, protecting herself. Speaking of which, you know that, that there's rumors going around that Dorit's not getting asked back. <gasps> that they're shopping around for housewives. All right, bye. I mean, shopping around for housewives, wouldn't you do that every season anyway? I think so, especially in LA. There's a lot of captivating do, people. I mean, Dorit has been a dud this season, so I shouldn't say why Dorit, because she has been a dud. She's How been many a dud. times were we like, oh, fuck, Dorit's there? We only liked it because PK was funny. Oh, PK was good this season, but I mean. Just make Boy George the housewife. <laughs> He's got nothing else going and on. I just remembered a little bit more gossip. Mm. Oh, yeah. Did yes. you hear about, well, Roni's recasting. Oh, yeah. And at the book launch. Mm-hmm. It seems like Luann, Ramona, and Leah were there. Mm. And then as soon as Ebony walked in, they were like, ugh, and they left through like a side exit because oh. they didn't want to be with Ebony. So now oh. Leah's turned on Ebony if Leah's I am, if I am to Ebony. believe the blogs. Wow. Leah's turned on Ebony. I don't know if Leah is siding with Ramona thinking that'll get her another season. I don't know if that's why she's distancing well, from she's Ebony. She's forked out a lot of money for, like, you know, her a surgeries and, yeah. and now her kid's in the private school. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I feel bad for Ebony if Ebony gets dropped because I think yeah. she did nothing wrong no, with the other I cunts. But I don't <laughs> think Ebony did anything wrong at all. But it looks like Leah's dogged her or only wanted to be her friend while the cameras were there. Oh. So I don't know. 
That's interesting. We'll see if it comes I mean, to anything. I don't think Ebony did anything wrong. I think that Ramona's responses to Ebony is what fucking dragged it out. Yeah. So if anyone's to blame, it's Ramona. Yeah. So anyway, and, yeah. we, we've discussed that to death. Um, And I mean, back on Salt Lake. If we uh, must. It was a boring episode. I told you, right, Bravo snoozed me this snoozed. week. I didn't care. I don't care where Heather's kid goes to school. No, I really I don't, don't give a shit. I don't care whether she's had the sex talk with her kid or not. I don't care. No. <sighs> that's about all my thoughts on that Salt Lake. Yeah. I mean, I did want to um, talk about the fact that Jen Shaw is dropping three grand on snowflakes on ev- for everyone oh. because basically she thinks she can buy her way into their good graces. And she says, oh, well, we'll pick a snowflake because we're all different. And I'm like, it's because it's the logo of your show. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why are we justifying the reason for a snowflake? They they all came up with so many different reasons. And I was like, what? Yeah. You're in Salt Lake and it's the logo of your show. <laughs> Look at you. you got to see. If you all could see Nathan's face, when he is annoyed, it gives me life. I'm incredulous. I, to, I love it. That's all I got. I don't even want to talk about the bullshit tennis playing and the ugly outfits. Can Mary stop ta- commenting on how great her fashions are? Her fashions are appalling. They're bad. They're bad. Giselle dresses better. No, <laughs> come on. No, 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 she doesn't. All right, we've so. turned on Giselle in a positive way except for how she dresses. Yeah. Or decorates her home. <laughs> okay, um, that's all I got. That's I mean, all I got. We talked about a lot of stuff. We did. Apart we, from these shows yeah, we <laughs> that did. we're covering, so it's fine. We were going back to New York. <laughs> we were going everywhere. Oh, my God. Are we saying that Bravo was so sad this week we want to think about New York? No. No, it's we're not It's just because of this book. It's just because of this the book. Bo- the book's stirring up a lot of fun we're stuff. We're going to talk about the book next week because yeah. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. That's yep. pretty much my only plan for the entire weekend. Yeah, and that's all your homework as well. Okay, fine. It's my homework, so I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Um, okay. And also, we'll just say to everyone who's listening, if you guys aren't listening to our Melbourne recaps, if get onto it. If you're into it, if you're happy to... If you're into it... Watch it. Melbourne's good. Yeah, we had some feedback that people in America have trouble finding it. But, Aww. like, just do some digging online and find You'll it. You'll find it. <laughs> good you luck. Know, you know how to find it. We're not going to tell you what to do, but you know what we mean, wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, bye. Bye.